this is EJ speaking. And this is our podcast. And it's called Dusty Pages. Pages. We're back and we have another book from our bookshelf, don't we? The bookshelf of great history. (laughs) This book um, is based on a book that I had as a child, except mine was in much worse condition. Um, This is, I mean, it's the same book. It's just a different copy. Oh, (laughs) It's a different copy from the one I had as a kid. Um, This is in much better condition. And um, I think we just found it, you know, at a a thrift store. I don't know. I don't remember finding it. I don't remember either. um, But I did pick it up because it was one of my childhood books I really enjoyed. And... I no longer had. So I think my version had completely lost like the front cover mm. or something. Well, I'm glad this one didn't because I think this is a very sweet front cover and I like it. Yeah. I did get this when I saw it because, well, I mean, for nostalgic reasons, but also because I think it's just a really nice kid's book to have. Yeah. You know, like if, I don't know if we ever have kids or something. It's like a good collection of stories. Uh, Let's get to it. It's called The Golden Book of 365 Stories, a story for every day of the year. It says pictures by Richard Scarry. Richard Scarry did a lot of these like golden books way back in the day. He did the book. I couldn't really remember what it was called, so I had to Google it. I think the one I had was called Busy Busy Town or maybe Busy Busy World. There are like two versions that I can't quite remember which one I had. Um, But it was like just people like going about their day and like what they're doing in the town. They go to the grocery store and it's like the mom getting her groceries and the the guy selling her the groceries. You know, like things that kids might be interested in. (laughs) I like wholesome content every now and again. Yeah, it's very wholesome. And the golden books are like, you know, kids books. um, I had golden books, but I don't remember any specific ones. I know. I couldn't remember any specific ones either. I think they were, it was just like a publishing company that had a lot of like colorful illustrated books. So this is the one we've got. I feel like this cover is very appropriate. Because mm. there are two children in beds. They have like twin beds that are like pushed together. Um, and it's a boy and a girl reading this this book mm. <laughs> that we're reading. <laughs> um, you can tell because the cover has them on it. Mm. <laughs> and um, that's us, isn't it? That is us with all our <laughs> little animals all around. Yeah, a, they're totally surrounded by a like goat, animals. An owl and bear and a fox. And a bird and, and a... That's, that, that cat can be Luna. EJ, this cat has a cat. Oh, no. This <laughs> the is cat, too sweet. The cat is in pink pajamas and she has a little stuffed cat. I love it. <laughs> and there's a little ba- a little bunny in pajamas reading ABC book. Mm. This <laughs> is an example of the draw stay effect where you have draw the... Stay. You have the... the Cover the the artwork on the book is showcasing this book, and then oh, so the children right. in the cover on that book has this book as well. Right, like it keeps going, it keeps going infinity. <laughs> now I, we can't actually the the book that they're reading is a little bit blurred, so we can't actually tell if the book that the kids in the book are reading is the book. I think it's reading. safe to assume. I think it is. <laughs> So yeah, 365 stories. The way this book's set up is by date of the year. So you can look up today's date and read the little story for the day. 
And we will do that. <laughs> um, I figured we would just like pick some dates that might have some kind of significance to us or or not. I don't know. Um, and read that that day's story. There are stories and there are also um, poems and I think just like little shorter things too. So mm. yeah. Okay. So opening it up says the golden book of 365 stories with a little boy who's asleep in bed. That's me. These are supposed to be like nighttime stories. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You don't sit down and read this book all in one shot. You got to wake <laughs> yeah. each night. Although when I was a kid, um, I definitely did sit and read it. Because you'll see, some of these are kind of short and it so, makes yeah. you want to like keep going. So you'll start reading like for the next day and for the next day. So to stop myself from doing that and like spoiling stories, I would go backwards. Because <laughs> I was smart. like, well, it's going to be a year until I read the book, until I read the story from yesterday. That's true. So That's I might as well smart. read it now. And then I'd end up reading the whole book. Um, okay. So first pages, there's a really pretty illustration um, of a little... It's a snow scene, isn't it? Yeah. And there's like a little tree with a squirrel reading a book and a bird reading a book in his nest. Uh, and then there's a little barn and the pig's got a book and the horse has got a book. You get the picture. Everyone's got a book. And so it's all the animals with their books. I like these. this bunny in his hole and he has a book. Yeah. And this bear and he's got his pajamas and his book. Yeah. This skunk and this fox are outside and they're reading the book. They're sharing a book. They're not warm. I want him to be warm oh i know everyone else is in a little shelter and they're just kind of like out in the snow <laughs> maybe they like it yeah and then there's a little house and um the kitty is reading a book and then the little girl in bed is mm. reading a book that's us that is us <laughs> okay so we got another title page <laughs> the golden book of 365 stories Okay, so it says it's by Katherine Jackson, uh, yeah. pictures by Richard Starry. I Scarry. guess Richard was the illustrator. Yeah. How come Katherine gets no props on the front? She's, the front on of, the, she's not even on the... She's on the spine. Oh, she is on the spine. It says Jackson and Scarry. Well, she Rich, did most of the work. I guess Richard Scarry was the like big name. Yeah, true. Now, here's the... Okay, so here's the copyright page. The copyright page is also just the first page with January 1st story in it. Copyright page says copyright 1955. Wow. That's pretty good. Then this was printed in 1974, so I guess this is a later. It says it's the 23rd printing. Oh, I see. Okay, so there's little illustrations um, on the copyright page that are like, I don't know, wintertime, holidays? Because it's winter when you start reading this book. Yeah. I guess we should read January 1st to start, right? Sure. So at the very top, there's a banner that says, I resolve... And this story, or I guess it's a poem, is called One Little Pig. Oh. January 1st. Said one little pig on New Year's Day, though I've always liked having my own way. Right now with the year I'll span brand new, I resolve that I'll try a new way too. He wrote on a paper, I'll just stop pushing, and when folks say quiet, I'll start shushing. I'll share my (laughs) apples with friends I make, and I may even, might even share my cake. He wrote on a paper and did it too, and he did make friends, yes, one or two, and he did make three, and even more, why in one, two, three, his friends were four. A very small pig that hates a push, a very old pig that loves a shush, a policeman pig who's an apple eater, and his mother who has a new egg beater. For beating up eggs, for baking cake, um, 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 she says, that's just what I'll make. 
for one little pig who's as good as gold with the new year already nine hours old. Oh. oh. He got a cake for being a good boy. He made four friends in nine hours. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's more friends than I've made since moving <laughs> to Portland in a year. So good job, pig. You're I guess what you I aspire to be. You should have resolved to uh, not push or... Sh not push, but do shush. Okay. <laughs> I still am working on those. Yeah, that's a tough one. No, that's very sweet. Again, we're not going to read all the stories because there are 365 of them. So let's pick our first significant date. Well, I did want to skip... Oh. <laughs> Real quick, because this one I was, I was impressed with. Not impressed. I just thought it was very nice. This one for January eighteenth, the beanbag tiger. And I won't read the whole story, but I will say the first paragraph: the beanbag tiger was lost. Not that he hadn't often been lost before. Why, that funny tiger was so full of beans and nonsense that Tommy <laughs> never knew where to look for him. And then. <laughs> the story goes on, and eventually Tommy finds him, and at the end it says, Yet there he was, not lost at all, and just as full of beans and nonsense as ever, waiting to be found so he could hurry up and get lost all over again. I like this because <laughs> Cause he's, he's full, full of, of beans, beans and nonsense, nonsense yeah. and I think that's really nice. And I think if more people were full of beans and nonsense, maybe we'd be happier. That is super cute. Hurry up and get lost all over again. Okay, so what's our first uh, significant date? I don't know. So um, I thought we could just maybe do, like, birthdays of people we like? I don't know. <laughs> or should we just do, like, holiday? We could start with um, Russell's birthday. Sure. Who's Russell? Russell's my stepdad, but yeah. really he's my dad. Yeah. Because he, he raised me since I was two, so that counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, his birthday is February 7th. 7th. Do you want to read? Oh, I'll read it. It's nice. Oh. oh. That's a nice, good one. It's a good one. Okay. It's called Bouncy Bunny's Party, February 7th. When Bouncy Bunny was all alone in his little house, he liked to think up great things to do. Things like putting on a play at school and everybody clapping for him, or playing on the bunny's baseball team and catching a fast ball. Best of all, Bouncy Bunny liked to think of having a big, exciting party with everyone having fun at his house. And one day he decided that he really would. I'll string up paper lanterns and have balloons and games and all kinds of good things to eat, he thought. And I'll invite all my friends for Saturday night. And string up paper lanterns he did. A whole dozen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How beautiful they would be when they were lighted. And balloons he had all blown up and tied in clusters so everyone could choose his favorite color. Bouncy Bunny certainly had plenty of good things to eat, after mixing and tasting and baking all week. As for games, he had, he had planned the most wonderful ones, because he was so good at thinking things up. But in all the excitement of getting ready for his party, he almost forgot to invite his friends. Oh no. Just in the nick of time, just as he was about to light the lanterns, Bouncy Bunny remembered he had forgotten. So, with his heart going pitter-pat, <laughs> my mom used to always say that, mm. <laughs> my heart's going pitter-pat, he ran to the house of each of his friends. Come on, he panted. I'm having a party and you're all invited, but please hurry up before it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Hurrah, cried his friends. We're coming. And they skipped along with Bouncy Bunny, who fairly bounced with pride as he opened his front door. His friends could hardly believe their eyes when they saw all his lovely party fuss. 
And what a time those bunnies had, eating under the glowing lanterns and choosing exactly the right balloons and playing all the dandy games that Bouncy Bunny had planned. Mm -hmm. They stayed and stayed, and when they said it was the best party ever and that they were very glad that they had been invited, Bouncy Bunny blushed as pink as a rose and said they couldn't possibly be half as glad as he. That's nice. <laughs> Bouncy Bunny was having a party for his friends, right? So, is that... <laughs> right. Is... Because he, he said right at the beginning he's all alone in his house and he wanted to, he wanted to play. But, like, so he didn't think about his friends. <laughs> <laughs> the picture here is Bouncy Bunny eating a carrot and he's thinking about eating a cake with a candle on it. Mm. This but is I'm a selfish endeavor. I'm wondering if this is his birthday, and if so, then he has the same birthday as Russell. Oh, you know, that's a good point. Did Russell ever plan a party and forget to invite everybody? I don't think so. <laughs> I think when you're at the age where you forget to invite your friends, that's not when you do your party planning anyway. Right, right. Yeah, where was Bouncy Bunny's mom in this? <laughs> Why wasn't she micromanaging Maybe this party? Maybe he, um, he got emancipation from her. Oh. <laughs> Okay. You gotta read between the lines in some of the right, stories. Right, right. Why is he all alone? <laughs> What's the next date we should okay, take? Okay, I a guess. Look at? Um, oh, there's a story about Lincoln. <laughs> it must be Lincoln's birthday, oh. right? February twelfth. Okay, it's called Mr. Lincoln. Mr. Lincoln was a tall man, a lean man, a long man, a grave man, a kind man, a wise and very strong man. He loved his great country and knew it had to be a land where everyone could grow in brotherhood and free. And even when it meant a war between his countrymen, with bowed head and graved face, he took his writing pen. That tall man, that lean man, that strong man and wise, and signed his name to freedom with tears in his eyes. That's nice. And there's That's a little nice. illustration of Lincoln. And he looks pretty weird. <laughs> he does look kind of weird. Um, his face, like, I guess they tried to follow. I mean, Lincoln's kind of a weird looking yeah. dude. Um, but... You know what he said? When people called him Two-Faced, he said, if I was Two-Faced, do you think I'd pick this one? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Did you hear that on Facebook? <laughs> no, that's a real thing that's was probably that true. Was that a meme you came up with? A meme? A meme. Um, no, that's very sweet. And I guess we should... There are lots of protests going on right now. Yeah, especially... Um, I mean, about this issue. Everywhere, but here in Portland, too. Yeah, and I think it's been a solid, like... But a solid, like, three weeks here and longer other places. Um, and let's just say that we are anti-racist and we support Black Lives Matter... Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And any local... Um, arrest Breonna Taylor's murderers. There you go. Support your local uh, anti-racist charities. Okay, we got Valentine's Day. Mrs. Bear's Valentine. February 14th. Mr. Bear was very wise. He planned his, val his Valentine's surprise for Mrs. Bear on New Year's Day. He wanted something sweet and gay. And he thought of something. Looking smug, he said, I'll get a big hug from that good Mrs. Bear of mine when she sees my Valentine. She sees her Valentine. Oh. <laughs> Next day, he went to the 5 and 10. Remember he the 5 and 10? Is that like a... Oh, 5 it's and like nickel and dime. It's like the nickel and dime, and dime store. Mm, okay. Yeah. Before there were dollar stores. Next day he went to the five and ten. He bought a nice white bowl and then a bag of pebbles, white and tiny, and round and brown and sort of shiny. He bought some bulbs. Yes, one, two, three. He planted them all secretly and watered them and hid them well deep in his closet. I can tell when it is time to take them out, he whispered. They'll begin to sprout. 
They did. He put them in the sun. Now Mr. Bear thought it was fun to keep his room all neat and clean so his surprise would not be seen by Mrs. Bear two weeks in the sun and two weeks more and on the very day before St. Valentine's Day. Why didn't she see them if he had them out in the sun? She wasn't looking. She wasn't paying attention. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Two weeks in the sun and two weeks more and on the very day before St. Valentine's up in his room, the bulbs burst into starry bloom. Oh, what a beautiful surprise, cried Mrs. Bear with shiny eyes when she saw her valentine. Now, Mr. Bear, you come see mine. She'd made him pancakes stacked up high. Oh, good, cried Mr. Bear. Oh, my. Come on, sit down, have some of mine. So side by side and feeling fine, they both ate up his valentine. That's nice. That's nice. And there's a little illustration of two bears. One of them has one of those old-timey hats. <laughs> it's like what? Well, like what a do they call that? You know what it is? It's a bonnet. Bonnet. Yeah. Okay. And they got little little flower. Oh, those are the flowers. Yeah, those are the bulbs. And yeah. then they're pouring honey on their pancakes. Kind of weird. Honey on your pancakes? Kinda I weird, guess if you're but that's bears. a bear thing. Yeah. <laughs> those pancakes look good and actually I'm kind of hungry and They do look good. I do need some pancakes. It's almost dinner time for us. Um so we might be hungry for a lot of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's our next date? Um see, maybe March. my mom's birthday. No, I think oh, uh, no, there's, there's St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. Do we care about the holidays or not? Um, There are a lot of holidays. Only if they're good holidays. I like St. Patrick's Day, and this one has a potential to be a little bit um, racist against Irish people. Let's see. Sure. <laughs> Shane O'Darg's new shoes. So, O'Darg, I really don't know how to say that. It's O apostrophe D-E-I-R-G. O'Darg? You're the Irish one. I don't know nothing. <laughs> Okay. Whenever Shane O'Darg needed new shoes, his grandfather... Mina, can you can you read it in a real thick Irish accent? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, let's see. What's my what's my phrase that gets me into an Irish accent? Jackers. Jackers. <laughs> so my my sister and I used to watch. Uh, well, my my sister watched this show that was really for kids, but we were watching it when we were like preteens or something, and it was made by an Irish uh, animation company for PBS, and it was called Jackers, and they all spoke in Irish accents, and we would always make fun of it. Well, not make fun of it. We really loved it actually, but um, it was all about a pig family. Oh. <laughs> Was and it the, Peppa the Pig? Kid, the, no, but the kid's name, I guess the kid's name was Jake. And then they would always say, Jakers, oh. <laughs> when he was bad. Anyways, I'm not going to do an Irish accent because that's bad. <laughs> Whenever Shane O'Darg... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not happening. Whenever Shane O'Darg needed new shoes, his grandfather brought them from Dublin town. And a wonder it was the way they fit, snug as a glove and neat as a pin, with Shane never there to try them on. How did you do it, grandfather? Shane always asked. How do you get them to fit so well every single time? Ah, uh, there's nothing to that, lad, his grandfather said. Not when you've once caught a leprechaun and seen the way he goes about it. One look he takes at your bare brown foot while you hold him fast. Then he feels your foot all over with his wee brown hands hmm. <laughs> to learn the shape of it. Let me go now, he begs, and I'll have you a pair of beautiful new boots by morning. I do that, wee man, you reply, and I'll leave you a piece of gold for your trouble. Then you open your hand, for once he's promised, a leprechaun's good as his word, and whished off he goes. 
all the long night, if you listen, you can hear him tap, tap, tapping away at his work. And in the morning, sure enough, there are your new boots waiting, neat as a pin and snug as a glove, though you'd never once tried them on. A wonder it is the way they do it, or did it back in the old days when I was a lad, and the wee folk were everywhere. Hmm. <laughs> a wonder indeed, Shane O'Derg always sighed, wishing leprechauns were still about. But when he looked again at his own new shoes, so snug and trim and neat, he thought that the leprechauns were no greater wonder than his own grandfather, who bought his shoes in far-off Dublin town. Wasn't nearly as racist as I was I know. <laughs> it could have been real racist, but it wasn't. <laughs> and there's a little illustration of the leprechaun hammering. Remember when they used to hammer nails into the bottom That's of shoes? That's weird. Yeah. And then you just had nails in your shoes? You had nails sticking out your shoes. Like, did they... How did that... Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess they would keep the nails short enough that they wouldn't actually go into your foot. But, like, what if they did? Well, don't they go... I don't know how it works. Do they go into, like, the sides? The but they the don't bottom. They don't put them in, like, the middle of the sole. They put them all they, around yeah, the Yeah, they put them on the edge. But still, they could hit your foot. Anyways, I don't know. This is cobbler shit. <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. So, I guess we were in the winter section of the book. And now we're in the spring section. And there's, like, a little... Old tree with a bird in it and a little bunny painting eggs. That's oh, nice. <laughs> those are springtime things. Let's see who's who has a birthday next. Yes. Probably Randy, April sixth. April sixth. Who's Randy? Uh, I guess he's my brother. <laughs> I guess so. I guess he was the best man at my wedding. <laughs> oh, this one's kind of short. Yeah, you read. Sure. Sayings, April sixth. Grown-ups have sayings that, plain to be seen, mean something much different from what they should mean. If you're telling them something and they start well-welling, it means they're not hearing one word of your telling. And sometime means no time, and maybe means no. So I think when I'm grown-up, wherever I go, and whoever asks me... I think you're reading the end of this okay well this one is very confusing <laughs> it was kind of yeah it's it's split into three parts and there's like a picture in the middle so it's hard to tell but i think it's this section that section at the bottom okay so <laughs> it's very difficult to read this book for children <laughs> so one word of your telling one word of your telling if you ask them for something like a new kind of pet and they say well we'll see we just don't they forget <laughs> If you ask to be read to and wait almost forever, it's because after a while, very often means never. <laughs> and sometime means no time and maybe means no. So I think when I'm grown up, wherever I go, and whoever asks me, I s I'll say, I just guess to whatever they ask me, because that means yes. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's cute. I like that one. Well, we'll see. We just don't. They forget. Mm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we don't see. It's funny. That's the... Well, I mean, that story might be older. No, I guess if these were all written by one person. In any case, that's a story from the 50s. And parents are just as wishy-washy mm -hmm. now. Still true. But I get it. I mean, your kid says... Uh, can we get a pet? And you say, mm. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, we missed mine. Oh, yeah. Yours. April 21st, right? That's my birthday. Okay. I'll read you it. Okay. <laughs> it's called Spring Bouquet. 
I picked a yellow one that was a daffodil. I picked a white one that I called Johnny Quill. Okay. See, now this is hard to read, isn't it? Do I go back up or do I go down? Using the previous story as an example, it seems like you would go across. Across. And then across and then across. But... I'll go down, across, and then over. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. I picked a white one that I called Johnny Quill. I picked a blue one with little hanging bells, spilling out the lovely way a hyacinth smells. I picked a rosy primrose with yellow at the edge and a jack-in-the-pulpit from underneath the hedge. I left all the rest of them to grow outside, but I needed a few of them, you know, inside. <laughs> right. This is just about picking flowers. That's very nice. <laughs> it's not very EJ, though, I is know. It? It's not really tailored to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I expected this book to to know all that, about me. That is infor- unfortunate. I do... I mean, we'll get to my, my birthday's in November. Um, I don't remember my story, but I feel like it was a similar thing where it's, like, kind of disappointing. Hey, man, you gotta know that when you're a kid, sometimes you're gonna have disappointing birthdays. <laughs> yeah most of the time huh okay what else we got may May 7th 7th. is my mother-in-law which is your mother that's that's right this one's called the little house we should say too that all of these have like little illustrations and they're all very lovely they're very sweet maybe we should describe the illustrations sure so this one is a a little box (laughs) garden like a box planner i think Mm. um a raised bed raised bed yeah with uh some shrubbery coming out of it, and it's next to some flowers. That's That could be my mom. That's pretty mom. <laughs> that could be her house. Yeah. May 7th. <laughs> Down by the roots of the big oak tree, there's a little house that was made by me. It's made of sticks, all laid crisscross with tiny windows. The roof is moss. Oh, it's moss. Oh. <laughs> there's, door in, there's a door in front, and a fence and a gate, and a clump of violets blooming late. Makes a quite nice garden. I think it will grow. And besides, I think, and besides, I know that somebody lives there. I saw him go in, very quick and sly. I peeped in the window, and one bright eye was looking out, looking back at me. But I couldn't quite tell, and I couldn't quite see who it really was, who it really can be that lives in the house that was made by me, down by the roots of the big oak tree. Hmm. That's cute. There's a little fairy that lives in that house. Oh, see, I was thinking it was like a chipmunk or something. Oh, okay. I guess that would be more realistic, but I thought we were being whimsical. (laughs) Okay, sure. Do you remember the fairy garden we went to? We went to a little fairy garden. And you had to, like, build a little house for the fairies in the woods. Oh, yeah. I think that was at, like, the Ann Arbor Museum or something. Yeah, like the Hands-On Museum. Was it? Or I something. thought it was in the woods. Was it Was it at the... um? At the Arb? At the Arb? I don't remember. But there, yeah, there was like a little area where you... Uh, they had fairy fixings that you'd make into a little fairy house. It's cute. Who else we got? June 2nd is my friend Nicole's birthday. Shoutouts to Nicole. Shoutouts to Nicole. June 2nd, Mitty's Mistake. This one has an illustration of... A lion, like in a zoo cage, and he's yawning, and there's a little kitty and a little parrot, and they're looking at the lion. Yeah. This kitty kind of looks like Luna. She's Uh, gray with the little white um, face. Could that be um, Lacey? No, Lacey's a calico. Okay, I don't don't remember how she looks. No, she's not, is she? She's like a tortoiseshell, half tortoiseshell, half calico. Lacey is Nicole's pride and joy. Yeah, her her kitty. She's very fluffy and very cute, and we love her, don't we? Yeah. 
<laughs> and I know just how she looks. And she's a calico. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sure. She's a calico. Um, so actually, spoiler alert, we did actually read this story already. We did? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was showing you this book. Like, I read you this one because I think it was on Nicole's birthday that I was saying, hey, we should do this one. Um, so we've read this already, but well, I don't remember surprise. <laughs> I don't remember it, so okay, everything good. will be new to me. Good. Okay. Mitty's mistake. Come along, said Mitty the cat, opening Polly's cage. Come along and get your things, because we're going to the zoo. What's the zoo? asked Polly. But Mitty just smiled and said, hurry up. So Polly hurried, and Mitty hurried, and they both hurried to the zoo. They saw lions and tigers and giraffes and an elephant as big as a house almost and bears and a seal that barked like a dog and made Mitty jump. Mitty's the cat, by the way. Mm. And Polly's the parrot. That okay. wasn't clear. I think it did say that at the beginning, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they saw a leopard that was black and a leopard that had spots. And so... Leopard that was black. Like a, a leopard panther? that was black. I think that's a panther. Okay. And some funny monkeys. Then they saw a crow who said, how do you do? And invited Polly to lunch. Polly looked at Mitty and Mitty said, go right ahead and hurried home for her own lunch. But not a crumb did she get. <laughs> I think you've had your lunch, said her mistress, looking at Polly's empty cage. Oh. I did not, cried poor, Miss poor Mitty. Mitty. But it did no good. Not a bite of lunch did she get. And at supper time, it looked like she'd get no supper either. But presently, scritch, scratch, scritch, scratch. Polly was at the door asking to come in. Hmm. Oh, said Mitty's mistress. Oh, come in, Polly. And Mitty, I am sorry to have misjudged you. What a fine big supper Mitty had then. Mm. And since Polly confided that she was much fonder of Mitty than the crow, the day ended quite as happily as it had begun. That's nice. That's nice, but Mitty's mistress? Like, way to jump to conclusions. Well, okay, but she did see the ca the cage was empty and Mitty was hanging out there. Right, You've but seen she, how she Mitty didn't... looks at Polly. <laughs> she didn't notice that both of her pets were gone for hours at the zoo. <laughs> and then one of them comes back and she's like, oh, you ate the other one. Must be. And then she was planning to starve her cat to death. I know. That's pretty. Yeah, it seems a little harsh. But I mean, I guess if you thought your cat ate your birth. Then yeah, you'd, you'd be, be upset. June, July. Should no, we, we should read, read today. 4th? What's today? Oh, yeah. What is today? June 28th. June 28th. It's a little poem. It's called In the Garden. An ant has to walk almost an hour to get to the top of a rosebush flower. A grasshopper has to hop and hop to get himself away up on the top. Even a bee has to buzz and fly to get up there because it's pretty high. But I can just stand there with my nose right on top of a big red rose. I feel bad for the ant because he spends all his life going up to the top. hour. Of, a, of that Just to rose. get to a rose. And why? There's no why? food up there. <laughs> He's not going to find anything up there. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of these are like sweet, nice. I mean, obviously if they're for kids, you know, mm -hmm. that, that would be fun for a kid, but there's no like meaning <laughs> behind them. Like, I don't know what to comment on this because it's just like, oh yeah, well, that's nice. You can just have a lovely <laughs> little story. Yeah, that's what these are. Lovely little stories. And they're not really stories because there's not really an arc, but you can just have a lovely little vignette. Exa that is exactly what these are. A vignette of childhood. Okay, we've got July 4th here. You want to read this one? Sure. This is a picture of a young boy and his sister, and his sister is holding a dolly, and they're looking at fireworks above their house. And there's a cat, and I mm. hope the cat is Luna again. <laughs> um, July 4th. 
all around the neighbor's yards, quick firecrackers pop, and pinwheels spin, around and round, I wish they'd never stop. The sparklers shower fountains of silver sparkling light, and fireflies flash their little sparks all through the sultry night. Out in the park that's down the hill, the rockets shoot up high, and splinters and burst into stars when they break on the sky. That's very sweet, but I do wish that they would stop eventually <laughs> i know we yeah. should never stop maybe like around 10 like yeah can we can we around quit by bedtime. midnight yeah <laughs> next person um july august september my dad september 5th there's none in august i don't know anyone in august um oh our anniversary oh, yeah. <laughs> well it's not a real anniversary it's our dating anniversary oh, yeah this one's called strategy if I were a leopard in the zoo, pacing up and down the way they do, with spotted skin and eyes of green, I'd pretend to be so fierce and mean that nobody'd dare even clean my cage. I'd snarl and claw in a terrible rage, till they all agreed with worried faces that I really belonged in other places. Then I'd smile and wink at the people there, and trot along home to my jungle lair. That's kind of sad. Is that it is sad. Is you that know, the this Tiger is... King? <laughs> is that what it was based on? Right. It's a little bit it's a little bit like animal rights activist. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. leopard. Um good for him. Yeah, he should be yeah. he should go back to the jungle. Exactly. He should want to go there. Good for him. August fourteenth was the day we met. Yes. It's almost ten years ago. We started dating. Yeah. That's been almost ten years. It is yeah. In like a month it'll be ten years. Wow. I hope we have plans. Well, we'll see. We'll see means they just forget about it. <laughs> we don't see. They just forget. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so September 5th, this is for my, my dad, my pops. <laughs> Poor Johnny New Clothes. <laughs> New Clothes is hyphenated, so mm. you know it's like his name. I can't play this afternoon, Johnny told Mark. After lunch, I have to go downtown for new school clothes. Oh, golly, and today's your turn to be pitcher, said Mark. Now you'll have to lose your turn. I guess so, Johnny agreed, trying hard to not look as disappointed as he felt. Mm. And all through lunch and all the way downtown, he was very quiet, thinking about his new curveball and wishing he were out there now warming up. Johnny even thought that if they hurried, he might get back in time to pitch the last few innings. But his mother was in no hurry. She took so long deciding on school trousers and shirts and shoes and socks. And when all those things were wrapped, he saw a rack of winter snow jackets and stopped to look at them. Can't we come back tomorrow or sometime? Johnny begged. No, said Mother. These jackets are on sale today. Here, Johnny, try this one on. So Johnny, the most discouraged pitcher in any league, mm. <laughs> began trying on those hot, bulky jackets. At last they chose one, and the shopping for school was over. Mm. But it was half past four. Oh, no. The game's over, too, thought Johnny, struggling with his packages. Then, just as she made him carry the packages. <laughs> <laughs> then, just as he and Mother headed for the revolving door, Johnny saw Mark and his mother loaded down with packages and going out, too. Mark, he called. Hey, Mark, did you have to miss playing ball, too? No, said Mark. Most of the kids had to go shopping for new school clothes today, so we're going to play ball tomorrow instead. Tomorrow, breathed... Oh, breathe. Tomorrow, <laughs> breathed Johnny. <laughs> 
shifting his packages so he could stretch his pitching arm. Oh, golly, I'm glad we finished up today. And he smiled such a happy smile that even when his mother suggested going for chocolate soda, chocolate sodas, (laughs) his smile would not stretch one bit wider. See, Johnny, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Everyone had to get everyone had to get clothes today. Come on, it's time for school. Poor Johnny New Clothes. What a first world problem. What what a look in the gift horse right. in, the, oh, in the mouth. I had to get so many new clothes. Mm. <laughs> and a new winter jacket. Mm. Johnny, there will be plenty of time for ball later. Oh, man. This is you, though. I hate going you shopping. You hate buying clothes. I'd do anything. I'd rather... Is it because you're always thinking about the ball game you could be playing? Yeah, it's because I love playing ball with my boy Mark. (laughs) Marky Mark. I'd rather, I'd much rather be playing with Mark's ball. That makes sense. Who do we have next? My sister is October 25th. Our anniversary. Oh, our anniversary. EJ, why do I keep forgetting these ones? I guess I gotta be the one who remembers our anniversary. Yeah, you gotta remember. What day is it? Do you know? Yeah, do you? October 6th. Okay, good. Oh, it's a little one. It's a short one. This is our actual wedding anniversary. Yeah. October 6th, ripe apples. The orchard's like a fairyland with apples ripe on every hand. If they were rubies glowing there, we'd pluck a fortune from the air, but have no apples left to eat. And oh, they are so crisp and sweet. Hmm. That reminds me of our wedding. Yeah. It said the orchard's like a fairyland. We got married in the woods. Like fairies, huh? Yeah. (laughs) We were both fairies in the woods. That's nice. (laughs) We missed the transition to fall. And actually, I think we missed the one to summer, too. Oh, yeah, I guess we did. Go take a look at the how that looked. August, July. When does summer start? Oh, like June 21st. Oh, it's summer. (laughs) It's just a it's a tree with the with a bunny under it doing different things. The so. bunny's smoking a corncob pipe. <laughs> he is. He's cool. <laughs> and he's fishing, huh? He's fishing. Well. Oh, he's got like an automatic fishing yeah, system yeah, going yeah. on here. He's got his fishing pole like propped up on a stick. Yeah. He's He's living the he's life. He's living the life. <laughs> and then these birds are feeding worms to their That's babies. Nice. That's nice. Then back in fall. The tree is gold now. And the bunny is, is hunting. Hunting? Oh yeah, he's got a rifle and like hunting gear on. Oh, wow. that's kind of weird. <laughs> he's a bunny. Okay. All right. All right. So next date. These are really just like our family's birthdays. Yeah. But, you know, those are the only ones you remember. So if you want to check our passwords, <laughs> we're giving you some good information. Okay, October twenty fifth. What's October twenty fifth? Michelle's birthday. Wow. My sister Michelle. Every man for himself. There's a picture of a squirrel, and he's eating an acorn. <laughs> That's nice. Chatterbox Squirrel had the brightest eyes. He was always first to see the brown nuts fall. Nuts, 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 he would call. Mm. Then off he would run to gather them up. But he didn't have the quickest legs. No, indeed. The bigger squirrels could run so much faster that they were first to get to the nuts he had spied. Mm. Then, their cheeks full, they scampered past him again and hid their hoard. Mm. What nice full cupboards they must have, thought Chatterbox Squirrel one day, as he peeped into his empty one. He doesn't have any at all. That's sad. I really like that he <laughs> doesn't have anything, but he's still happy for the other squirrels yeah. that they have full cupboards. 
<laughs> He's very selfless. Then he said, maybe since I spied all the nuts, each of the other squirrels will give me one to put away. That was a good idea. That way he would have a nice full cupboard too. But when Chatterbox Squirrel asked the others, they threw up their paws and shook their heads. No, indeed, they said. Not that you aren't a nice, bright-eyed, friendly little chap. One of the best. But when it comes to nuts to hoard for winter, it's every man for himself. <laughs> then they all sat around, waiting for him to call, Nuts, 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 I see nuts again. But that Chatterbox Squirrel did not do. Mm. Instead, whenever he saw a brown nut fall, he kept quite still about it. Mm. Until it was safely in his own bulging cupboard. And the other squirrels, every man for himself... Wondered what in the world had come over Chatterbox Squirrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what in the world? That's nice, because that, that's about um, <laughs> the failures of altruism. Which is nice, I guess. Yeah, um, I think Ayn Rand wrote that one. Yeah, it does have a, a jaded <laughs> sense, doesn't it? But you know what? Good for him. Good for He's him. He's not getting taken he, advantage of. He took the system and he turned it against them. That's right. If it's every man for himself, boy, mm -hmm. you best see what happens. And uh, then maybe those other squirrels will um, rethink their position. We gotta hit um, Halloween. Oh yeah, Halloween. Trick or Treat is called for October 31st. And it's got um, a little owl and he's dressed as a wizard. And it's got a little bunny and he has a he has one of those skeleton um, mm. costumes that has like, it's black except for the skeleton. Yeah. Also, pretty sure it's not what a bunny skeleton looks like. Yeah, the bunny skeleton... It's definitely a human skeleton. All it is is a spine. <laughs> There's three ribs. I guess six ribs. <laughs> a pelvis and then legs and feet. There's no arms. See, but I was thinking, like, because bunnies don't have, like, hips like us. Yeah, it's it looks weird. really human hips. Yeah. His hips Anyways, don't lie. Oh, and I like lie. this this little mouse and he's holding a, a jack-o'-lantern balloon. Trick or treat. Isn't it fun to be looking so scary that you shiver and shake in your boots to be dressed up as witches or scarecrows or ghosts or in terrible skeleton suits? Isn't it fun with the dark trees all bare and the frightened moon staring between to be out in the night and to be such a sight when it's shivery dark Halloween? It is fun. It is fun. Oh. You know, I miss trick-or-treating. I do too, it's sometimes. It's the best part of Halloween. You know what I don't miss? What? Having to talk to strangers and asking them for candy. <laughs> and that's what my parents always told me not to do. And I don't like talking to people. So Yeah. <laughs> not even as a child. I okay. can buy candy. You know what I found out when I was an adult? You can go to the store and buy candy. Right. You can get Reese's Peanut Butter Cups anytime. Although they are they are best on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is my birthday. Oh. The shiny car. November 7th, by the way. Hmm. Hint, hint. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I better... I, is that a hint for me to get you some presents? Yeah. You better start I better start now. planning. <laughs> I told my mother and told my dad that I wanted it terribly, awfully bad. That shiny car with a horn that blew and pushing pedals to drive it, too. But they said a boy as big as I was too big to have it. And wouldn't I try a bike instead? The bike was red and they bought me the new red bike instead. I like my bike. It goes fast and far. It's better than any shiny car. If they'd bought me one, as I wish they'd had, I'd be wanting my bike most awfully bad. Oh. <laughs> I have to say, uh, I had a little car like that. Oh. 
It's one of those old metal oh, cars. Yeah. Like it was actually like old, and it um With had the, the little pedal feet, the pedal <laughs> pedal feet, the pedal wheels, mm. so that like I mean, essentially it was a bike, but it was extremely slow. It mm. was made for like little kids, <laughs> and um, I probably could ride it until I was like five, and then like you're too big. <laughs> I always thought those looked fun. It was very fun, but it went super slow. But it had like. Um, it was like really old fashioned. Like it looked like it was from the thirties. I think those are valuable. Yeah, they might be. I think they're ours was now. extremely rusty and like barely oh, worked. Probably not that one. Um, I, <laughs> I don't had... know why I was allowed to play in it. Actually, it seems like I probably could have got tennis from it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little Power Wheels that was um like a motorcycle cop yeah. thing, and it had a lights. It had lights mm -hmm. on it, and it couldn't go up hills at all. <laughs> So it's probably right. pretty similar. You can only take it downhill. Uh, what else we got? Oh, my mom's birthday. A little girl named Sarah, November 16th. Once there was a little girl named Sarah, and she did not like her name. She wished it could be Judy or Anne or Jill or Karen or Betsy. Don't, Karen. don't wish for Karen. Mm -mm. <laughs> Anything except Sarah. Why is my name Sarah? She asked mm. her mother one day. And her mother, busily cleaning closets, said... Because we named you for your great aunt Sarah, who never had a little girl of her own. Wasn't that a good reason? No, not really. Not really. <laughs> yes, said Sarah thoughtfully. Yes, it was. But even with that good reason, Sarah didn't think Sarah was a very good name to have. So another day, she asked her great aunt Sarah, Why were you named Sarah, Aunt Sarah? That made great aunt Sarah smile. Oh, she said, I was named for my grandmother, Sarah Chapin. And oh my... When I was just about your age, I wished she'd been named something else. I just thought Sarah was the worst name any little girl could have. Did you really? asked Sarah, and do you still? Oh no, smiled Aunt Sarah. No indeed, because one day I asked my grandmother why she had been named Sarah, and she told me what the name Sarah means. What does it mean? asked the little girl named Sarah. It means princess, her great aunt said, sitting up even straighter and more proudly than usual. And once I knew that, I was glad every time I heard my name. What do you think of that, young Sarah? Why, said the little girl named Sarah, suddenly standing up very straight and proud and tall. Why, Aunt Sarah, I just seem to feel exactly the very same way. That's very sweet. Um, I'm looking up to see... What Sarah actually means. <laughs> oh, I guess in Hebrew and Persian it means a woman of high high rank, often simply translated as princess. I thought... There you go. Because Abraham's wife was named Sarah then maybe it would have a different meaning, but I oh. guess not. Well, all right, Aunt Sarah, I guess you win this time. <laughs> but I will say, I think it's dumb when names are common. Because, like, how many, Sarahs, how many Sarahs do you need? EJ, your name is Eric. <laughs> no, my name is EJ. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the intro to this podcast, but my name is EJ. I was, I was not listening. <laughs> <laughs> common names are fine. I mean, they're... They're good for, like, not getting you in trouble, you know? Like, you, if your name's Sarah, you can literally be anything. But if your name is, like, Bumbly Weps <laughs> or something. Yeah, but then you know what? You Everyone says, oh, I was talking to Bumbly Weps the other day, <laughs> and everyone knows who you're talking about. There's no ambiguity, and it's... I mean, true, true. You can be as it's true distinct. to yourself as you, as you ever wanted to be. Was that the end of November? We don't have yeah. any other November... I guess Nonsense. that's like Thanksgiving, but it's always a different date, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you're supposed to find Thanksgiving. Oh, that, that one. Oh, I guess a lot of these are about Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, there's a couple. 
Hmm. We'll read this one because it's short. Big eyes. The turkey keeps on growing. He really is a prize. The pumpkins each are big enough to make two pumpkin pies. The corn is tall and full and sweet. The grapes, all smoky blue, are bigger than they've ever been. I'm glad I'm bigger, too. Because always at Thanksgiving time, there's much more on the table than I can even taste and try. And this year, I'll be able. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I remember being little and you couldn't eat everything because... Right, they would give you a plate and you were like, there's too much stuff out here. But nowadays, I ain't got any problems. I ain't got any problem. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> uh, let's see. December. My older sister, Mora. We got... Christmas, right? And then um, Christine's birthday. So winter, the tree is bare with snow on it. And Mr. Bunny, what do you call that? Cross-country ski? No, snowshoes? Mm, I think it's cross-country skiing. And he's falling right he's on falling his face. He's falling on his face. Oh, wow. poor so, bunny. So bunny. Okay, uh, so December 22nd is my sister Mora's birthday. It's called Don't Look. Don't look in the closets or under the beds or in any mysterious nook where things may be hidden. It's simply forbidden when Christmas is coming. Mm. Don't look. Don't take up a package that comes in the mail and give it a squeeze or a shake mm. to guess what's inside it before they can hide it. It's really a Christmas mistake. Don't listen at bedtime to hear what they're saying or peep in when doors are ajar. Hold your ears, shut your eyes, for a Christmas surprise is better on Christmas by far. Mm. Sounds like it's talking to you directly. <laughs> to me directly. Well, listen, so when I was little, I snooped once. I snooped <laughs> one year because I had a present yeah. that I really wanted. It was the the Connects roller coaster. Not the, mm. not the Screaming Serpent. It was the one before that. Um, <laughs> and I could not help myself. I knew where my parents were hiding it mm. or where they were hiding my presents. And I just had to go take a look. And I went into the tool room, we called it. It's where, like, our water softener was, and mm -hmm. there was a big tarp, and I just peeled back the tarp, and I saw the connects, mm -hmm. and I grabbed it and took <gasps> it into the into the into my room you did not and i just looked at the box and i read all all the box and i loved it <laughs> and i put it back and i rearranged the tarp just how it looked and then i thought you said you were gonna like open it okay never mind. i almost did but i thought that'd be too much and yeah. then that gave me a taste and then for the whole rest of that christmas i was doing other, i was uh there were presents under the tree and i just lifted the the flap Mm. Um, and then took a look at it and then took a look at, it was a microscope set. And then I, wow. um, put the flat back and like, just put the tape back where it was. Here's the thing. My, my mom got wise real quick <laughs> on Christmas day. First of all, she noticed that the tape of the flap had like come undone. Yeah. She was like, that don't just happen unless someone's been snooping in it. <laughs> so I think Did she called me out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that, and then um, guess what? I got to the end of my presents, and there wasn't no Connects roller coaster. Oh, and really? I and I had to, and I said, "Oh," and they said, "We knew you snooped," <gasps> and I said, "Oh," and they said, "We'll give it to you, but you got not snoop again," and I said, "Okay," and I never did snoop again, did I? Wow, that seems kind of harsh. No offense to your parents, but like. Little kids can't help themselves. They should have hit it better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reason you said this is for me is because I'm a serial snooper, aren't I? Well, Man, here's so the thing. Good at snooping. Here's the thing. I just like can't help myself. Um, I really love surprises, but if something is like 
there. <laughs> and it's so easy to see if it's what I wanted. Oof. It's hard for me to hold back. Although I think I've gotten better recently. I don't yeah, I don't go looking. I think cuz I and my family <laughs> chastised you. I know they did. There was one year that um they what was it? It was like you put the present in my room or something. And it was like in a box or something, but it was like still there. And so I just like shook it and I could tell immediately it was a jigsaw puzzle cuz you know a million little pieces <laughs> rattling around. And I was like, oh, good, because I had asked for a jigsaw puzzle. Um, I don't understand the issue. I mean, okay, I understand, because people want to surprise you. But, like, I was very happy, and I still was happy when I opened it, because I didn't know what the picture yeah, was. Yeah, but you don't understand that when you buy <laughs> presents for Christmas, it's not for you, it's for me to yeah, look at the right. It's for you the to reaction. appreciate the reaction, yeah. Well, anyways... I don't snoop anymore, but I also really don't see the big deal. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, when I was a kid, like, I did snoop because I knew where my parents hid the presents, and they always put it in the same place at the top of their closet. Shoutouts to, <laughs> to my parents for never trying to make it more difficult than that. <laughs> so I would, like, look up there, and I would only look at one thing. I would, like, limit myself. Like, find one of your presents. And here's the other thing. A lot of times I was wrong because I had two sisters and we were all girls and we all had, like, essentially the same interests, especially as a kid. Like, you pretty much just get, like, Barbies and stuff. So... I would just see one present and then I would try to figure out if it was for me or not. Mm. And I was usually wrong. So there was no like penalty to me snooping because I, it was probably for Michelle or something. Well, I guess you can justify <laughs> lots of things. Okay. You want to read the Christmas story? Sure, I haven't read one in a while. This one's the second Christmas for December 25th. The second Christmas. That's what it says. <laughs> Polly and David were twice as lucky as most boys and girls because they had two Christmases every single year. <sighs> <laughs> First they had the wonderful one at their own house, and then just as they had settled down enough to eat a good big breakfast, it was time to go to Grandfather's house. <laughs> there was a beautiful shining tree there, too, and more presents and packages. There was Christmas dinner with aunts and uncles and cousins all around the big merry table, and Grandfather carving the enormous steaming turkey, and Grandmother serving everything that goes with turkey. What fun that second Christmas always was. Polly and David thought it was almost better than the one at home. But one Christmas morning, mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> one Christmas morning when they hopped out of bed, the world was so deep in snow that their daddy said he couldn't possibly get the car out of the garage, let alone drive out to the country. We can have fun right here, said mother. But first, I'd better call grandmother and tell her that we can't come today. Oh, whispered Polly, I wish we hadn't wished for snow. So do I, agreed David, and they both stood sadly at the big front window watching the snow and sleet, when suddenly, with merry sounds of sleigh bells, a big sleigh came driving up to their door. It was a bright red sleigh that looked very much like the one that Santa Claus drives, but it was pulled by two horses that looked exactly like Grandfather's Dobbin and Gray. That, are those kinds of horses? <laughs> those are the horse names, I guess. Horse names. And when the driver hopped out, all lively and quick, who should he be but Grandfather himself? I started at dawn, he chuckled, the minute I remembered the old sleigh out in the carriage house. So come along now, we'll have to hurry to get back there in time for dinner. In a wink, everyone was bundled up and out in that big red sleigh. Polly held her new doll in her arms. David held his best new car. Mother and Daddy held armfuls of presents, and Grandfather held the reins as away they went. Bells jingling and snow flying to their wonderful second Christmas after all. 
That is so cute. That is very that's cute. That's so like nostalgic. You I know? know. That's really um Can you bucolic. Can you imagine? Like that would only happen in nineteen fifty five because like People don't have you don't slaves. Have horses or slaves. <laughs> no one could do this. I did always like um, having multiple Christmases with my. I had Christmas with oh, yeah. my um, grandparents uh, on the Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. um, and then we'd go to my mo- my mom's parents' house, and they'd have Christmas there. But mm-hmm. I didn't. We didn't really get presents in that one because my family's so goddamn big. <laughs> On my mom's side, <laughs> they like it was just impractical to, to yeah, get presents yeah. for everyone. Well, there would um, be like what thirty of you. Yeah, so it was mostly just uh, like the adults drinking and laughing right. and whatnot, and the kids running around having a having a giggle. Um, and then we'd go home, and then on Christmas morning, I get Christmas with my my mom and Russell, and then later in the day, I'd go to my dad's house. My biological dad. Wow, so you had like four Christmases? I did have a lot of Christmases. Wow. Yeah, I just had the one like family Christmas. Mm. Although it was still fun, you know. Because it lasts all day. Like you open your presents yeah. and then you try to make them last. Yeah, it was kind of exhausting <laughs> doing it the way that we did. I know, did. that sounds like a lot. But I know how it feels because when we were in Michigan, well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, every other previous year, um, we would try to split it up because we would like travel downstate to see our families. And we'd have to see my family and your family. And your family would usually involve seeing also grandparents and, like, Mm, whoever mm -hmm. else. So, yeah, it is exhausting because I've had to do it. (laughs) Although we don't don't really do that anymore. The last couple Christmases, we've just done, like, immediate family. Yeah. Because it's too... It's It's just too much. We're too too old for such things. We're too old. (laughs) Too old to see our family. At the right age of 29, we're too old. Mm. Okay. So, my friend Christine's birthday is december 26th day after christmas worst day to have a birthday it's pretty bad everyone forgets it and also all puts, the presents are already present, done right yeah. you get combo presents which like i'm sorry christine i do feel bad because i do this a lot where like i'll send her birthday present along with her christmas presents and it's usually just like one thing and i'm sorry christine but it does come christine, at christmas <laughs> you just gotta change your birthday sorry about it you go to the dmv you can probably fix that right up (laughs) right i'll forge it for you okay december 26th imagine that it's the day after christmas and all through the house new toys by the dozen but still as a mouse tommy is napping as little boys do with a teddy that's sheddy and not at all new oh oh he still likes his old teddy (laughs) well i think we did them all let's read the one for new year's eve sure This one's very cute because it has a little pig in a diaper and a, like a paper hat <laughs> and he's got a, a trumpet and I guess he's calling in the new year. Mm. Hey, I guess he kind of looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new Year's Eve, December 31st. This is New Year's Eve, a magical time. While we're asleep in bed, the whole old year will disappear And there will come instead a whole new year of winter days and spring and summer and fall. And we'll wake up and start right in and have fun in them all. That's nice and optimistic. That's very optimistic. I like... um, We'll have fun in them all? All of them. Every single day is going to be fun? But here's the thing. If you have a day that isn't fun, there's always next year. There's always the year after. That's That's kind of nice. And you can keep reading this book. I know you can read it over and over and over again. I really like this book. 
I know, I like it too. I guess that's the end. I guess there are no more days after December 31st. <laughs> yeah, you have to flip back to the beginning. So at the end, we have the same picture as before <laughs> the winter scene of that's all the nice, animals reading their books. It's like um, everything came full circle. It did come we started full circle. In winter, and we are ending in winter. That's right. But now Cute. we're another year older and another year wiser. It's been a whole year since we started this book. Yeah, we probably, I we should we shouldn't we should have recorded this podcast all in one sitting. It was a bad idea to start recording it a year ago. Yeah, before we even had the idea for this yeah. podcast, we started this in January first. So if our voices are different at the end of it, that's how that's why. If my voice sounds different. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the back cover is um all those animals that were on the front cover, but they're asleep now. Oh, so except cute. for the owl, because he's still up and he's, he's still, still up reading. and reading because that's not his bedtime. I love this book. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. And um, we did uh, skip over just because, I mean, in a lot of previous books, we've run into racism and sexism and stuff. Mm. And there was a couple little things in here about, you know, Native Americans and whatnot. And I just didn't feel like reading those. So just know if you're looking for this book, it was written in 1955. Of course, there's racism in it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also a lot of cute things in it. And I feel like, too, if you were to show this to a kid or like give it to a kid, um, you know, you could just explain those stories, give a little sure. context. Um, you know, that isn't what we call people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of thing. Or I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't give this to a kid because of that. Yeah. I mean, there are probably books nowadays that have better context. Um, and still have a story a and day. And still have, still are wholesome. But I just like, we've looked at a lot of, we've looked at a lot of handwriting books lately. Now, what did we look at last time? <laughs> Punctuation. Punctuation. <laughs> we've looked at reference books. I just like yeah. having nice little wholesome stories. Yeah. No, the stories were really cute. And um, I like that it's a mix, too, of like stories and poems Makes it, like, fun for a kid, you know? Even if you don't want the investment. Fun from kid from <laughs> 2 to 92. That's right. You know what sucks? What you gonna do on February 29th? Oh, good point. Let's look that up. What's there? There must be February 29th in there. L-M-N-O-P. That's not how it works. Uh, oh. <laughs> February 22nd. 28th, February 29th. Oh, they do have one. Wait, so is the title a liar? <gasps> Wait. Is it 366 stories? Wait, is 300... I guess I'm really stupid. Is 365 only when there's not a leap year? Yeah. So it's 366 when there's a leap that's, year? That's what it says. I'm so dumb. I've like literally never considered that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really dumb? Do uh, most people know that I don't there's three hundred sixty-six days? You probably you probably know it when you're like a child, but when you're an adult, you don't really yeah. have a reason to. I don't know. Well, like if I was to ever, you know, if there was like a problem where you had to calculate days and years or whatever, I would never think to add leap year. That's the trouble with because when you're a programmer, you gotta take that mm -hmm. into account. It makes it all messy and stupid. And then here's Oof. the thing: years that are divisible by a hundred, but not by 400 are not leap years. They skip a leap year every 100 years, unless it's also divisible by 400. Oh, yeah. So 1900 should be a leap year, but it's not. What? And 2000 is a leap year. That's the worst. All anyway, right. Anyway. Anyways, let's read this leap year one. Sure, February 29th. Today's my first real birthday, but I'm not one, I'm four. I guess there aren't many boys who always grow up more. 
than their birthdays say they have. It's fun, but sort of queer, to have your birthday on a day that comes just in a leap year. That's nice. That is nice. nice. It's for the little children who have birthdays on that day. I'm glad they didn't forget about leap year. I am too, because imagine you're a little child, your birthday is February 29th, and yeah. everyone forgets it. And You still get a birthday poem. You still get one. That's very nice. Thank you, Richard Scary. 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 And uh, the real person who did all the work. Who was uh, uh, <laughs> Catherine, Catherine Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's a lot of work to do all the pictures, too. But Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> but that was a lot of stories. Yeah, you get bang for your buck. And these are cool. unique stories. They're not they're not like fables or whatever. Um so yeah, you know, uh if you need a book for your kids' bedtime stories, this is a pretty good one. But it definitely needs some historical context at mm-hmm. times. Sometimes. <laughs> Maybe this is a supervised read. Uh-huh. <laughs> um You don't leave this in your kids' room alone. They'll come out listening to Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah so be careful of that we don't want that uh-huh. yeah thanks for joining us for the golden book of 365 stories it was a cute fun time fun was had by all we'll talk to you next time alright let's blow this popsicle joint peace Audi.